The FBI today raided the offices of President Trump's longtime attorney, Michael Cohen, seizing records related to multiple topics, uh, including uh, on that payment to adult film actress Stormy Daniels, uh, alleged hush money. The New York Times also reporting that the FBI also seized emails, tax documents, and business records, and that the records include communications between Michael Cohen, the president's attorney, and President Trump, which would likely require a special team of agents to review because conversations with lawyers and clients are protected in most instances. So I just heard that they broke into the office of one of my personal attorneys, good man, and uh, it's a disgraceful situation. It's a total witch hunt. I've been saying it for a long time. I've wanted to keep it down. We've given, uh, I believe, over a million pages worth of documents to the special counsel. The Devil's Advocate podcast is an opinion talk show and is the attempt of a few friends to have a reasonable conversation about current events without the vitriol that we've become accustomed to in today's modern political climate. TDAP is what happens when a few normal people sit down and discuss the week's top stories by having a rational and somewhat entertaining conversation. The goal of TDAP is to provide a forum for the listener to hear multiple perspectives on a myriad of topics instead of being bombarded with the same one-sided debates that we commonly get from news and media organizations. It is hosted by Brandon Condit, Mitchell Hernandez, and Franklin Everhart. A federal judge is deciding who can access documents seized from President Trump's personal attorney, Michael Cohen. Investigators are looking at whether Cohen violated election laws. In a court hearing yesterday, the judge ordered prosecutors to put the material into a searchable database to be shared with defense attorneys. Michael Cohen's lawyer revealed in the hearing that Fox News host Sean Hannity is also a Cohen client. Hannity, a big Trump supporter, strongly criticized the FBI raid. All right, welcome back, Dappers. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, this episode's going to be a little bit weird. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> Frank is taking taking the night off, and... Um, I heard he poops too much. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that was me. Um, <laughs> no, I've been getting over this damn stomach bug, and I, like, almost halfway was like, man, maybe we should wait till tomorrow. Let's see. I mean, there may be, there may be a point in this episode where I'm like... Mitch, take the wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Like, talk for nine minutes. I gotta go. (laughs) Um, No, I think actually this episode is gonna be telling of how much we lean on Frank. Um, But the but you know we've got we've got some stories to to get through here. So I I also have a feeling too that because we lean on Frank so much for for a lot of what we what we do on a weekly basis we're probably going to wing a lot of this shit so sit back and enjoy cuz this is two dudes in a fucking living room talking although we're we got a lot of opinions here we got a lot of opinions <laughs> and not a lot of facts so <laughs> um all right so let's get into the biggest story of the week um Definitely Michael- the biggest yeah, absolutely. Michael Cohen, the Donald Trump's attorney, personal attorney, um, his office and hotel were raided this week for yep. documents um, 
the, I guess the search was pertaining, at least what the FBI is saying is the search was pertaining to Stormy Daniels, and I can't remember right. the other the other girl's name, the Playboy playmate. Yeah, um, I can't remember her name either because she hasn't been as vocal or been you know no in the spotlight as much. But it's an you know it's basically the same thing, hush right. money, uh, so, and all stemming from basically the horrible way that Michael Cohen handled that whole situation where he was just like, no, it was my money. He didn't yeah. even know about it. Well, that means your non-disclosure form doesn't doesn't matter anymore. Oh shit! <laughs> like, <laughs> not fuck. only not only that, but then it becomes like, well, where did the money come from? Let's take a look. He also and- is a RNC campaign finance. Isn't that the uh, title he also has? Is it? I think so. Yeah. So, so doesn't look good. <laughs> he also <laughs> like. Let's be honest too. Like. He's a douchebag. Like, have you ever watched an interview with that guy? He's a douchebag. I don't. He looks like a deer in the headlights every time I see his picture. He looks like he is way in over his head and is just yeah. like, I don't know what to do, so I'm just gonna do things, and they're the all problem, wrong. Though, the, I I agree. <laughs> I agree with you to an extent, but I think he looks like a deer with dilated pupils in headlights because that motherfucker is on so much cocaine every fucking time that he's on TV. Like, it's unbelievable. Um, th- I don't the know. The 80s th- were close to 40 years ago now, buddy. You need to calm down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know right. It's a Take- different time. Take some lessons, man. Like this was, uh, <laughs> disco died not in the eighties, <laughs> but <Right. laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's pretty intense though. Just a the way that it went down, b the fact that uh, Trump again has been throwing him under the bus this whole time and continues to throw uh, Jeff Sessions under the bus for accusing himself. That mm-hmm. was like half of his press conference <laughs> on this whole matter. Right, it's just like fuck Jeff Sessions, and the fact that it Dude, had to be uh, what do you call it? it had to be. Donald Trump's appointees at the FBI who were really the ones who okayed this. Well, that's what they didn't trust Michael Cohen enough to hand this over. Right. That's usually how it happens. Grand jury subpoena. Right. And like, again, looking at him, would you like, I wouldn't trust him to (laughs) hand it over. Um, You know, so, but what was interesting too, about the press conference that he gave after this was that you're right. He did take the opportunity to shit all over Jeff Sessions and Rob Rosenstein. And so he was weird about Rob Rosenstein because like Donald Trump says things as they come into his brain. Like he doesn't filter them. He doesn't think about how he's going to say them. So he literally like the statement and I'm, I'm uh, paraphrasing here, but basically you mean slandering. It went no. I'm paraphrasing here because like you could you can go you can go watch this the press conference. He basically said in one breath um, that like Rob Rosenstein was the one who recommended me to get the to fire James Comey and blah 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 blah, and that was the right mm-hmm. choice. And he and literally the next sentence he was like, but he signed off on these things and blah 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 blah. blah. He's horrible. And I was like, wait a minute, what? Where are we at in this conversation, right. Don? Like. That's how it goes. Um, now, I mean, I understand that it sucks. Like, it's it's shitty from Donald Trump's perspective and the whole way around. But, again, these are messes that he makes. You know, yeah, I'm sure absolutely. that he was – I'm sure because Michael Cohen well, knows – I'm, you know, I'm a lawyer that's been his long-term friend. I know that if I make one mistake, he is going to throw me under the bus, and he is going right. to just cut ties with me that it was all me. It's all – and then he probably told him to do that. You know, yeah. this is conjecture. But he probably was like, yeah, take the fucking fall. And then, well, 
This is what happens. You can't yeah. fucking do that. But the problem, the problem with the whole thing too, and to your to your previous uh, point that gonna he made him. Well, no, that he makes his own <laughs> messes. Like this, this thing has been snowballing since Michael Cohen stupidly came yeah. out and took responsibility. But where it really started to Which no one to, believes. No, but where it really started to pick up steam was when Trump, who had not addressed Stormy Daniels at all last week on Air Force One, started just talking, like, just saying that, like, no, I didn't know anything about it. No, you have to ask Michael Cohen. Well, now, right. like... Well, if it's not that your signature on there, then whose is it? Now it doesn't matter. Right. Which clearly it does. She has still not... Stormy Daniels has still not been talking it in to the capacity right. that her or her lawyer wants so clearly it still no, is and, binding dude can i just you know? be on the record here saying that like her lawyer is the biggest shitbag in the world oh that yeah guy, he I looks like, like he stepped out of porn like that was just his like <laughs> yeah. porn job and he just got into character real deep and just kept going yep like that's what he <laughs> yeah. looks like yes he does um and like I'm not it's not shocking to anybody here that like I'm not a big fan of Donald Trump either but the things that this guy says to me is like who was the uh fuck who was the guy who was the fire and fury author or whatever like oh he's just God. like there's going to uh, there's the going to be man. a lot of there's going to be a lot of sleepless nights at the white house in the days to come like just <laughs> like these little uh I don't know it's like why well, are you stormy back in what are you doing uh, I don't understand and like, he got up. He I saw him on uh, Anderson Cooper the other night, and he was talking about how like, oh, this stemmed from us, and this was us, and it was just like, man, you literally like took this to become famous, like that. Yeah, that's why you did it. Hey, and, it has worked. I mean, oh again, yeah. What they're, sucks they're not though? Wrong. No, but what sucks though is that like that guy is such a like shitbag lawyer and it's so obvious that he is and the the media fucking loves him like he is oh, on yeah, he is on every <laughs> CNN show like that guy works for CNN now he's literally on from like <laughs> 2 to 9 every day um uh, just <laughs> just spewing the same shit every time too like it, it uh it we're going to talk so hard you just fucking wait right <laughs> it's like all right guy yeah until, yeah, he start, I mean, until he starts talking about how Nikki Haley slept with the the press, and then right, uh, you know, it's all game over. Oh no, that right. was the other guy, um, the Wolfman. Yeah, yeah. The the thing that, that irritates me is that yes, these are Donald Trump's problems, but it's also the media as well. And that again, like you've heard me, anyone who's listened to this show for the past fucking year that it's been around knows that. A lot of blame I place on the media, and I don't think I'm wrong. I really don't. Just because we look at uh, the whole Russia thing and how this was all supposed to be about Russia, and now it's not. Now it's all about Stormy Daniels. But again, and like here's the thing. You're right. that like, They drummed that up. So that that's was where the... That's where it started. But remember that uh, – I don't know if it, it wasn't Sessions because he was recused. It was probably Rosenstein um, that they added that – they basically added that clause to it that – and He's anything – and anything else that they find, so like this, right. this is within his jurisdiction. They could literally find him like not like having a warrant for a speeding ticket from 1987, and they can get him on that because exactly. And that's why anything and else this, that they find, it's like this so, is where the pivot happens. And I ask you, do you think it's a witch hunt at this point? I think that you have a better case if this is what they get him on. Yeah, like I mean, I think that if I think that. 
if there's again like let's keep in mind too that the FBI came out and they said that it was mostly about they actually said it was mostly about the Playboy Playmate Cam- who who neither yeah. one of us can remember right now. Well, um, it's campaign finance is what they're what but campaign, the, that's what the whole thing is. This whole right. thing is a campaign finance Michael yes. Cohen which no one believes he's the one who did that, but it could lead to something else. You know, right. it came from Donald Trump through Michael Cohen from campaign funds that's still illegal and i understand that and again i'm not trying to deflect from any illegal activities or anything like that it just bothers me that this all stemmed from this russia story which again if you've listened to the show for the past year i have never believed and now it seems like no one is believing and it's just like well whatever fuck this guy let's just take him out i heard you had some unicorns in here oh we found some weed (laughs) instead you know the thing is though like as far as the the russia thing goes like we I know you're going to say we don't know, and you're right, because we don't know. Well, and I was going to try to play it safer than that because I didn't want you to keep, but you prematurely (laughs) called me out. So, (laughs) oh, um, geez. (laughs) No, but the thing is, like, so to your point, we don't know. I'll make it your point. (laughs) Um, We'll never know. But the. Is Area 51 real? We don't know. The reason I think that it's been easy to. It's been easy to. For the Russian thing to snowball. And the reason that it's also simultaneously well, no, <laughs> they drummed that the, shit up for like no, nine and a Donald half months. Donald Trump and the cover up drummed that shit yeah. up. Every time help. that we talk about Russia and something that Putin does, he goes, nah, they didn't really do it. It took him a fucking year and two months to say that Russia had tried to meddle with the election. Like that yeah. shit makes Again, you meddle, wonder that why has changed. It meddling no longer means what it originally had meant. So it's to say that it took him a year to do it. Well, yeah, the definition changed. It used to mean Um, I have hacked uh, me and my comrades have hacked in and changed votes from Hillary Clinton to Donald Trump to like go back Facebook dudes bought some ads. Go back and listen to episode four where that changes from hacking in because we say that no votes are changed. Like we've known that since the beginning of the first it was hacking, but it was they they hacked the uh, election machines. And then it became as time progressed, which is all it became yeah, it was Facebook all true. Ads. Like they did hack the election machines, and they didn't change any votes. We've known yeah. that since the beginning of this. So meddling had be, was the Facebook thing. Meddling Volt was nine, son. meddling was the the um was trying to turn us on each other by spreading fake news which we have even documented up until the last episode um so <laughs> again yeah but it wasn't for just one candidate that's the problem they're saying he's in collusion with the I, russians and it I, was like no, no I, they were doing I get everybody that. but that's None where that I, that's where i would true. but that's where i would draw a a difference and a distinction is that meddling air quotes and collusion have never meant the same thing right uh, that's fine. Yeah, I, I get that. I get that a lot of people don't understand that, and so they keep saying collusion. And it's like you that that word has. A I definition. also don't think, and we've also talked, at least we have on this show, about how the collusion is gonna, is not going to be something that you're going to charge them with. So if even if no, they were to even if they were to go down treason, the path, you're not getting it. No, but if 
but walking close to the collusion path, they could find conspiracy. Like they could find yeah. something like that. And that is a crime and that is chargeable. Um, and they're not going to find that either <laughs> because it didn't fucking happen. Well, it depends. Again, Let's, I don't know. Well, all these the other thing, bad though, things that they did. You can, you can say all of that, but like, yeah, we're looking into campaign finance now. So we don't right. know that. Like that is you, the plausibility of campaign finance, finance to conspiracy, to meddle with the Russians against, your own election one of those is vastly more likely than the other campaign finance yeah i'm sure that if you really dig into debbie washerman schultz if you really dig into donna brazil you could probably find some shit but you're not digging if you go digging with michael cohen you're gonna find some shit because i'm sure if you go digging for anyone you're gonna be able to find some shit so yeah the likelihood of that being a, a a valid scenario well and i think i think that's a that's a really good point that we should elaborate on for a second because i think that a lot of times i hear especially on um news shows and whatever from media organizations that you're deflecting that that (laughs) um if you look into any millionaire and i've never liked how that's termed because what you just said is more correct than i mean it's equally as correct well if you have money then you've done something wrong no if you if you look into anybody there are skeletons in everybody's closet you can find skeletons in mine and yours and all of the listeners like we're not going to tell you what they are (laughs) (laughs) you will have to dig Um, that's right some fucking nerd in this computer i'll get you you fucker no (laughs) don't do that don't do that (laughs) i don't now i'm gonna have to dig into my my own (laughs) online profile (laughs) um (laughs) right god damn it why did we go here um <laughs> so but yeah it's easy to find shit when you go looking that's like that the old saying of don't go through your your girlfriend's phone don't go through her diary because you're looking for something to make you mad right. you're gonna find it if you go looking hard enough you'll find it whatever now you but want. here's the thing man like and where i'm gonna where i'm gonna still play it uh careful on the witch hunt thing like i'll give you i'll give you a little bit I'll give I'll step in your direction if they take him down over some like porn star bullshit or something like that then yeah like I'm I'm, def- I'm definitely walking towards you on the on the witch hunt thing but yeah. you know if they if they do dig and dig and dig and dig even if it takes remember we've stated it a million times that uh that Bill Clinton and Whitewater like that took 4 years to find their crime um so here's and it was, here, bullshit, and it was a bull it was a bullshit crime. So here's what I'm gonna say. If it takes four years here and it's a bullshit crime, then yes I will I will concede to you and say like, well that was a witch hunt. If yeah. it takes four years and they find some shit that they were really that is is actually harmful to the country if they find something that involves conspiracy if they find something with campaign finance that you know that is that's definitely i don't want to say because all criminal acts are bad like if you're fucking uh if you're being crooked if you're rigging a system or or using um (laughs) or or using money taxpayer money or finance campaign finance money in a way that it's not supposed to be i get that but what i don't know i i just think yeah let me be clear i don't think that any of these crimes are worth turning a blind eye to and i've never said that again my big thing has been whenever We've got all of these things that, and we've documented in length on multiple episodes what the DNC has done and what people, mm-hmm. 
prominent Democrats have done. And when everyone just says, but we don't fucking care and we're not talking. Yeah, about I agree. That, That's bullshit. And we're we're going to go after this. We're going to say it was for Russia. And now it, we've pretty much concluded that this <laughs> this whole thing about Russian collusion with Donald Trump is basically done. No one is saying it's real. They're yeah. just basically saying, like, you know, well, it could we might one day find it. I don't know. But everything points to it not being real. And they're just going to keep going. You know what I mean? Like that that bothers me that they're just going to keep I, digging again, and digging until gonna, they get I, whatever they want to, I'm gonna, to end I, him. I don't but I don't necessarily agree with you with the with the Russian collusion thing. I get We know. The, the thing <laughs> is that like you know, you would think that something would be leaked, but the Mueller investigation hasn't been leaking anything. So I until, yeah, but even he says like they, he, he came out and said that that Donald Trump is not a, a criminal, criminal target. suspect. Right, that has yeah. that he doesn't mean shit about fucking Russia. Kind of does no, that it doesn't. Point wasn't it, it? Means more than that. It means that not only is he not a suspect in the Russia collusion, he's not a suspect in any other crime that they're investigating. Right, that's fine, but that doesn't mean that the people around him aren't. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's totally fine. But again, you should have a strong enough case to go after Manafort on your own. Why are you op- keeping this stupid fucking or or uh, what's his name? Um, uh, I can't think of his fucking name. Michael Flynn. Uh, yeah, you got it. That motherfucker. Like, why didn't you have a strong enough case to go after them by themselves? Why did you have to use this fake Russia bullshit and then drum it up and get everyone paranoid and freaked out and, and hating on each other and doing all this just so you could go after these guys well, for, let's face it, petty crimes? These let me the be big, clear. Now. These aren't the biggest like, crimes people, of the century. People hated each other before this started. Like, yeah, but it certainly did not fucking help. No, absolutely and, not. Again, but for nothing like is me helped. Who the, was sitting the back 2016 going, there's no election, fucking evidence for this. The 2016 election didn't help. No matter what the outcome no. was on November 8th, whether Hillary Clinton became president or whether Donald Trump became president, what was inevitably going to happen was half the country was going to wake up feeling like they just came off a eight week binge and they're pissed you know <laughs> like and they and were crying and that's exactly what fucking happened it was inevitable the big uh, both both sides hate each other and like we're in a right. really really weird fucking political st- state era now where you know the we fucking hear things through our echo uh, our echo chambers and we refuse to li- to come to the middle to try to understand yeah. why the other person feels or thinks the way that they do and yeah. it's, it's a fucking now, I've changed it's my an unhealthy opinion. place yeah and i've <laughs> changed my opinion quite a few times and and like and throughout this course of all of this obviously being a, a pretty staunch supporter of donald trump uh to even beforehand being a very staunch supporter of marco rubio and Literally writing, I, I recently found the D and D stats for Donald Trump that we wrote out. Like it's not nice. I didn't like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, obviously, I've changed my mind as well. But it's just it's frustrating when I look at this narrative. Where to me, the first time I heard the Russia thing, I laughed. I audibly laughed very loud. It was like this is ridiculous. This is just them deflecting, and then it just snowballed. And now, and secretly, every time that you're like, you better hope it's not true. I've been like, oh fuck. But then, but then I've been pretty confident that it wasn't, and yeah. even now I'm pretty confident it's not. Is there a, is there a possibility? Yeah, maybe. But again, it just looks like they're just using it and continuing to use it well after we've decided that it's probably not true in order to just try to take this well, guy again, down. Well, again, and not again, even Trump. Fifth, it doesn't look like they're trying to get Trump. They're trying to just get whoever's around him. Remember, while you're saying that we have decided that it's probably not true. 
50, I talked to Mueller. 50% of the listeners agree with you, and 50% of the listeners think that you're full of shit. Because, yeah. because 100% of people... Because 100% I am full of shit, and I don't well, know. So. Well, and because 100% of people that actually follow politics or... or have an opinion on politics have their opinion on politics they're not right they're not will they're not listening to the other side their opinion is he's guilty or their opinion is he is not and you know right. so so he ain't guilty of this he's guilty of something and right he very well could be so you know like it's just i just like to to keep that in mind when you say we've de- <laughs> we've decided that it's probably not true yes 50 percent of you have but 50% right. of us have not. So that was a lot more before because I thought it was pretty much 50 50 beforehand. And now I feel like it's kind of weighing down. Again, you don't really hear anyone talking about it. It's just well, these you other things. Yeah. You, I mean, <laughs> who knew to. Okay. So before we. I, I know this is going to be a, a tangent heavy episode. Um, but. <laughs> but I want to try to touch on one more point of this before we. Before we um, move on to something else. But. So that's how we feel, right? About this whole about this whole thing, at least this development in it. What do you think this does? Like, do you think that? Think do you think he's fucked? Him. Like, do you think? Do you think he's screwed? I, because yeah, because a I lot of do. Fox News does today. Um, <laughs> so it's hard because I'll tell you why, and and it's hard for me to see. I don't think anyone believes that Michael Cohen gave her this money out of the kindness of his heart. Right. I mean, that's the stupidest fucking thing that you ever said. I, I audibly laughed out loud when I heard that. I was <laughs> yeah. like, you're dumb. You're right. the fucking lawyer. You're dumb. Yeah. What are you doing? He also so, sent that tweet, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was me. I talked like this now. But it, it's just, it's it's mind-boggling to think that, that they could fuck up this hard. And so this isn't real. Like, that, that part of it's not real. But what do you I mean? think that you... The part that he gave the money out of his, oh, the right, kindness right, of right. his heart. So, and of course, that's why no one believes it, and that's why they're searching him for you know campaign finance fraud and all sorts of shit. Um, so, I think there's a, a real viable chance that that could that could be real. Uh, in which case, either you're going to have Michael Cohen go down, and everyone still know that it was basically Trump because again, no one's believing that shit, right. or they're going to be able to link it to Trump. In which case, he's still going to have enough for Democrats. Demo- he came out and said, like, I love taco bowls. And they were like, impeach him. So, <laughs> 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 they're going to fucking impeach him after that. Like, they're going to try to, one, but regardless do, of what happens. Okay, but do you think that, like, Republicans, will are they going to... Uh, if they can prove that Trump did do it, yeah. I think that there's enough uh, Sean Hannity's, uh, we'll get to him later, uh, in the world that just kind of go with whatever Donald Trump says. Yeah. To if if it looks like it was just Cohen and they can't fucking connect the dots and they'll be like, oh, see, it's true. Yeah. He didn't do any of it. But I think a most a majority of us with functional brains will go, that's not the way it went. I'm sorry, it just isn't. Right. And uh, so, do and you think they might, then they might do, vote him out? Do you think that the Democrats or that the Congress then would be right for impeaching him on those grounds? That's certainly their decision. It's not mine. Um, I would understand where they're coming from. I wouldn't do it because I think that creates a lot of uncertainty uh, in a time where we don't need it. Um, but I wouldn't tell them they're wrong. You know, right. it's their decision. So, yeah. Um, 
man, I wanted to touch on one more aspect of this too. Oh, as as a result, like we brought up Rosenstein's name a little bit earlier. Um, yep. So now there's a lot of talks, and I actually uh, you're couple, all fired. A couple, <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's where I'm going with this. There's a lot of talks about Rosenstein, about Sessions, and about Mueller, and and it's what... kind of hard not to if I was Trump. And that's the other thing. Like, I think it's terrible. Anytime he fires anyone, it's fucking terrible because guess what? You fired a lot of people. Yeah. And so at this point, when you fire, what is he at? 44%? 47%? No, he was was at 40% of his original administration. The last firing. Yeah. That's fucked. (laughs) So if he gets, if three more go, like, you know, what are we at now? Like 29% of the administration. Like I told you he's going to fire Kelly Conway's just hanging the fuck onto that couch by the bootstraps. Fucking, <laughs> she's not getting, she's not getting off that thing. Nikki Haley's so, like, man, I'm glad I'm not in DC. Like, yeah. Fuck. She's like, I can actually be competent over here and I don't yeah. have to worry about this. So, and she, yeah, she's killing it. But regardless, it's not a good look. Now, do I understand why he'd want to? Yeah. These guys just fucked him. And they fucked him hard. Yeah, but and, but there's no guarantee too. Like, let's remember, and I'm not I'm not trying to make the Watergate comparison here, but let's remember what but happened. Let's make it real quick. But let's <laughs> no, let's just remember one aspect of it. Nixon tried how many times to fire the special counsel, and mm-hmm. he had to continuously fire people because they wouldn't do it. So who's to say if Jeff Sessions were to get fired, that the next person that comes in doesn't immediately recuse themselves from the Russian investigation? Yeah, yeah, you know, he totally could, and like, just fucking. I know that we could just see Trump go meltdown mode, uh, right? Everyone, and if they like, and if they hate him, if it is a witch hunt, if they, if everybody's in to get the innocent Donald Trump, then like that's probably exactly what would happen. It's a hypothetical, oh, yeah. but again, well, I, the, there's know, nothing I, says the system like the FBI. So if you're a, even if you've worked in the FBI, you're part of the system, right? And if you're this guy's anti-establishment, anti the system, and you don't fucking like that, yeah, it's very plausible they could just continually right. be like because no, I mean, look at look at what's happening. The you mentioned at the start of the segment that when you know Donald Trump's bitching about how this happened, but it happened through three of his appointees, like. Yeah, three of his go through some people (laughs) to get like they had to the FBI had to sign off on this. Right. The (laughs) FBI director who is is was just recently appointed a few months ago to replace Comey. It went through Rosenstein. It went through. um, Oh, who was the third person? I heard it earlier and I I can't remember. I can't remember either. But they were all they were all Trump appointees. Literally all of them. So, you know, and again, it comes down to not only were they Trump appointees, but they didn't even trust him to hand this shit over. Right. Like they they didn't go through the normal routes. That's that tells you something. Right. Well, and that's what whether you you wanted to or not. It sends a message. I'll say that. Maybe not. it tells you something, but it sends a message and you interpret it however you want. And most of us are interpreting it as. They don't fucking trust this guy. Right. <laughs> and again. It's not a good I, look. Right. I wouldn't either. And it, it kind of comes down to the same. It, well, it's the exact same thing as the Manafort thing. Because we brought that up with, yeah. with the Manafort or Manafort subpoena. That, like, why would they subpoena this shit when, the, when everybody's been handing everything over? Because they think that there's something there then they don't they trust, don't trust him they don't trust i'm just him. saying so. two fires in trump towers a little weird <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. saying you want to take a walk in the woods i got a pizza parlor taking a walk in that woods um, yeah 
No, but and then the other thing about this whole scenario is uh, that muddies the waters is that uh, lawyer uh, client confidentiality. So they're going to have to have a special counsel. And I don't know if that's the right term for it, but they're going to have to bring people in especially to go through his desktop and everything to kind of sort it out and say, this is what we have the warrant for. You guys can't see this. That's like a third party thing that they're going to have to do. It's weird. But and... is it? But they can also by seeing. So by seeing all of that, though, what's crazy about this whole thing? If I'm not mistaken, they're going to talk to each other. Well, and here's what's crazy I mean, about this on. whole thing. It isn't it still true though that like even so when that third party comes in and they take over, they all that, happen to be Democratic donors. Oh shit! <laughs> no, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it true though that like once the sorting is done, okay, these are these are the things that the. Um, Stormy Daniels and the campaign right. finance. It pertains but to that. By this looking through by looking through all of that other stuff, can't that build into its own thing too? Like if they find something, yes. then that encompasses everything. So Right, which is why he's upset. Which is why Donald Trump is saying that or not patient confidentiality, but uh lawyer uh client confidentiality is dead. You know, you'd be freaked out. And I kinda get where he's coming from. It's fucked. I mean, they basically were like we're taking all of your correspondence. Trust us. We don't hate you. Yes, you fucking do. Right. <laughs> like, I wouldn't trust it as far as I could throw so it. So you think? So is Cohen? You think Cohen goes down for this instead of Trump? Because if, oh yeah, because if Cohen goes Look down, at his fucking face. He was it, going down for something. It's thirty years. Yeah, I don't know if he's gonna get that. He'll probably get slapped on the wrist. They'll they'll hit him for something small. Right. And then they'll 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 shame him and take him out. They'll put him in, but, in uh, white collar jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he can't be pardoned because it went through uh, New York State. Right. So that's pretty important as well. Well, and we had been talking about that months ago that, like, hey, remember, Bob Mueller knows this guy, and if they start charging people through New York State, nobody can be pardoned. Like, that's what I thought. I actually thought that would happen with, like, Manafort and shit, but, right. you know. Um, but it, it didn't end up turning out that way. So I don't know. We'll see. But this looks like a not like this looks like a bad development in this case. If you're Donald Trump, um, yeah, I would bet money that this is the thing that sticks to Teflon Don. This is going to be hard to shake. I mean, at least unless all of the media hype and everything has just led us down the wrong path and fucking Michael Cohen is a saint and paid from the kindness of his heart. Yeah, but the problem is... But I ain't betting money on it. Yeah, the problem is you have fucking eyes, so... (laughs) Damn these eyes. Everybody is talking about this James Comey interview last night. It was an exclusive interview on ABC News with George Stephanopoulos, the former, the fired former FBI director firing rhetorical broadsides at President Donald Trump. Morally unfit to be president is about as tough as it gets in terms of criticism here of the president of the United States. Stephanopoulos also asked Comey about the allegations that the Russians have some kind of damaging material that they're holding over the head of President Trump. Do you think President Trump has been compromised by the Russians? I don't know. And these are words I never thought would come out of my mouth about an American president, but it's possible. I'm not saying it's likely. I I don't know, and the honest answer is it's possible.
All right, so you remember how I made that whole big spiel about how we lean on Frank and he's not here and all that blah, blah. Well, guess what? We <laughs> fucking had a lot of mis- a lot of issues in the last week, as you know. And uh, so I blame it all on Brandon. Yeah, totally, totally. I, as do I. Um, <laughs> but so the so Frank's here. He's back because we are not recording this segment at the same time as the last segment. Surprise! If we don't do that, um, behind so, the scenes magic. Let's get into let's get into uh, one of the the bigger stories of the of the day anyway, and it's I, I imagine by the time this comes out, it will be in the middle of dominating the news cycle. Um, oh yeah! But James Comey has some shit to say, and <laughs> Donald Trump. So much so that he wrote a whole book, right? Yeah. Um, Donald Trump has some shit to say back, and Kellyanne Conway just looks like Kellyanne Conway, drunk and just rolled out of bed and just lying her ass off. Um, so she's so, on the couch. Don't lie, J- James Comey with her shoes on. Bitch, that's right. That's uh, where she sleeps. So James Comey wrote a book, and wh- what's it titled? Who's got it? A higher, a loyalty. higher. You a got higher it. Loyalty. Perfect. None That's of us beautiful. have it because it hasn't come out yet, but I have pre-ordered it and oh, yeah. cannot wait for it to come in so I'm I can... So, I'm actually excited uh, about this one. Remember, I'm the guy who watched that fucking uh, that hearing three times, which is like nine or 12 hours, however fucking long it was, out of my life and <laughs> highlighted every every line so that we could do that segment. Now, if you listen back to that segment, you're going to be like, hey, you put way too much work into this shitty segment. Like, it's not, <laughs> so it's not worth the amount of time that you put into this. But That could be the, so, that could be the slogan of this show. Right. <laughs> yeah, you, why are you putting so much time on this? Right. I know what you're listening. Um, no, so anyway, let's let's get into this Comey shit. Not only is, he, is his book dropping, it will have dropped by the time this episode is out, but the um, but he did a sixty minutes interview uh, on Sunday. He's done night. a lot of interviews. He's just doing the rounds. ABC, yeah, yeah, ABC News. He's yeah, he said them all. But right. but it all it all started with that sixty minutes, right? Like that was the first time yeah. he had because they blew that up. I could not go anywhere on the internet without seeing a fucking advertisement for that thing. Um, did so, it leak early? Right. What? ah i see that was buzzing that was good that was good first off (laughs) let me just before we before we get into the rest of this i just want to say i haven't obviously i haven't read the book yet because surprisingly it has not leaked so i have to wait for it to get here on time but let me just say (laughs) that regardless of if it's any good or if it's true or if it's all just a big heaping pile of shit that cover is fucking gorgeous i don't know if you've seen it yet but the font yeah. they used is fucking incredible. And I remember just looking at it and being like, that's classy as fuck. I don't it know, is, it could be total shit, but holy yeah. fuck, is that a beautiful in, in looking the, book. In the opposite way that Fire and Fury had the like most Photoshop hack job cover, <laughs> yeah. this actually, yeah. like they did a, a, a really great job. <laughs> yeah, it looks fucking phenomenal, and I can't wait. Like I don't know what font that is, I'm going to have to figure it out, because I love it. So we'll see what the actual book is. That is so. That is James Comey's handwriting. It's so funny. It's so funny because as you guys are talking about it, I like looked it up, and so I'm like expecting like 
a, a fucking picture of something that's not just words. <laughs> like the audience is going to be so disappointed when they look it up. They're like, that's, it's literally a font. Um, bullshit. If you don't get excited about fonts, then I don't know what to tell you because that's a beautiful yeah. font. Make, anyway. make all my name tags with that font. <laughs> Fonts are important, fellas. No, it is. But like, it does look good. I just that, that was not was what I was expecting by your setup. It's like, oh, yeah. really? It's just words <laughs> across my whole screen. It's just words. Okay. Whatever, man. I get excited about this shit, uh, and I'm excited but, to read it because I want to see. What were, I mean, I'm. Yeah. Go ahead. I was. Gonna, I was just going to ask, Mitch. What were you saying about the book? Like, regardless of whether it's good or not. Like, yeah, you- because I mean, obviously, we all kind of had high expectations for Hillary's book. You know, holy fuck, it's the runner-up, right? Who ran against Donald Trump? She's Actually, writing a book. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Then it to was you, just Mitch, you had high what? expectations. I had exactly I my expectations were exactly what that book was like. Yeah, bullshit. I was like, really hoping for more. I was just, and then it ended up just being like the Russians, and then the rest of it was just fuck James Comey. She basically just put. Fuck James Comey, like I do whenever I reject your trades, and I just put garbage, and then I copy and paste it for like fucking paragraphs. Nice. That's her book, and it's just fuck James Comey. Right. So we, <laughs> we, we don't ever really address the hockey league on here. So to to people who don't right. know, Mitch is the champion, and this is going to be the most annoying year of the show. Even more annoying <laughs> than all of Mitch's bullshit defense playing for Donald Trump over the last year and a half. Um, <laughs> and, it wasn't anyway. bullshit. Uh, so yeah. So what I know that. I'll, I know Comey's all over obviously TV have, right now. Yeah, but let's I have let, very let's get, high hopes for this book. So. Let's get into some of the things that some of the excerpts from it and some of the things that he's well, been saying in the interviews. Yeah. yeah, so he's he hasn't really said anything too like the book hasn't come out obviously, but what he has said hasn't been too scandalous, or it's been more scandalous. It hasn't been more um, legally threatening to Trump. Uh, he he says that there's a possibility that the Russians have compromising information on Trump. Not that he thinks it's likely, just that he thinks it is possible with Trump. Um, he thinks right. that yeah. there so is that, some evidence. That, well, that yeah. seems a bit weird. Like, you should probably know you were the director of the FBI. Well, not only like, that, yeah. but, like, that statement alone, they possibly, well, like, duh, that's why they're investigating the f- and shit. Like, okay, <laughs> tell us what. It just seems clickbaity. It's like, you know does. what I mean? It's yeah. like, well, they, we might have something. I mean, we might have seen those unicorns whole- in Brandon's room. <laughs> The whole 60 minutes our interview was just clickbaity because, I mean, nothing really came out. Like, so there was that – there was him saying that there were, there was some evidence of obstruction of justice, which, again, that's from his point of view. He is now fired. So they his fired me. Come on. Right. Much, you know? Um, and <laughs> then he thinks this? Trump – he thinks Trump is morally unfit for office, which, I mean, like – Yeah. I, well, the question the was, that, is know, he – yeah, is he medically unfit? And he said, uh, I think that was the question because the beginning of that statement well, was, I think he said, Donald I think, Trump is not medically unsound for office. He is morally unsound for office. Right. I think the and, question was just, was he unfit? And he made that distinction, okay. which, like, I can't disagree with him. We all knew that. Yeah. <laughs> like, There's some people that disagree with it, but I think they're just, you know, wrong. pounding their chest just to do it. They're but, wrong. Wrong. Now, to me, the biggest thing that he's, I've heard him say so far, and again, this is without seeing any excerpts from the book for me or anything, was uh, his explanation on why he announced to Congress that he was reopening the investigation into Hillary Clinton. And he basically yes. said, 
I thought she already was going to win. <laughs> and that's yeah, I mean, that was his explanation. He said, his, I didn't want this to look I didn't want it to look like uh there she was hiding anything. I didn't want it to look like there was a bad he, mark against her name. So whenever he she said did that it, win, it would uh delegitimize her presidency out like out of the gate yes. and that he wanted he to called, avoid that. And that was he didn't want to yeah, he didn't want to delegitimize her presidency. That was basically is, where he that he also called himself an honest idiot, which which was just like a cry out to her, like, Hey, I want you to yeah. hear this, like my bad. But like that yeah, kinda, I know you wrote a whole book about how much you hate me, so sorry. Doesn't that <laughs> doesn't that kind of like compromise this whole argument though? The fact that like I mean that's what the that's what the Republicans I'm glad you said it. That well, and that's what the Republicans jumped onto. But like, I can't totally disagree with them there. Like, it it, it does kind of look like playing sides. Like I it mean, was like, oh well, I was gonna try to help her out, but it backfired. Oops. Well, you know and I, mean? I don't. Well, no, because I think he, no. I, here's the thing maybe that's what he thought <laughs> but he's stupid for thinking that because i remember and i've said it it's well documented on this show that that was the moment that i went oh fuck he just did that like he that's just the moment that everyone and he just said that he he didn't even think it didn't even occur to him that donald trump could win like he was yeah. uh, operating under that, the the expectation that she had this in the bag and he did not want to delegitimize her and like and he ended up yeah. doing something that arguably could have led to uh trump it totally know, overtaking did her. no it totally did yeah. like i think she I mean, did it's a have it at that yes. point i think he didn't realize the weight of what that was gonna do like yeah here, that's a good way to put it because here's the thing people i think she did have it in the bag we were all i mean maybe we were all wrong but we all fucking felt like donald trump didn't have a chance in the world but we also I, knew i thought that he had a were, chance we also knew they were both equally as dislikable as one another so all it would take right. is something like that in the final moments of the game to be like oh man that was enough to maybe not enough to a, make the bernie bros they jump were un- over but enough yeah. to make people not vote yeah. Right, they were they were that normal polling era away from from uncertainty, right? And, you know, yeah. like plus, no, no one should have been that certain back then. We, plus, we now the see one, in hindsight. Right. One of the things that Mitch has argued that throughout the entirety of the show, and like the entirety 3%. of uh, that, yeah, and I think <laughs> that like I don't think I'm telling you, man, take that, take the bank. Here's the you thing: can count though, on that. I. You can count on that with Trump. I don't think you can count on that with anybody else. So I think after this no, election, I don't think so either. that or after this presidency, that falls apart. But I think that, but I think now too, you can account for that. Like now, I I'm amending it now to two percent. That I, feels I would more amend, right to me. I would amend it now to like one, like <laughs> I because I. But think, it's not your system, I, Brandon. It's not but your no, Yeah, dude, it's my, yeah, but, my metric. Get out of here. Yeah, but here's the thing. Now I think that more there are more people than there were that are willing to... Because you got to figure, the people that weren't willing to say out loud, Trump's my guy, are people that didn't have yeah. something that they could claim as a victory. Now they can claim tax reform as a victory. Now they can claim... Like, yeah, they can. I think those people are it, more willing... It didn't do nearly as much as... It's, it's not really a victory. I mean... Tax no, reform shit. was I good. Told you that. 
We told yeah, you it that. was <laughs> like, well, no, you guys said it was going to be Armageddon and oh, it's going to be bad. It's not bad. It's just not great. Mitch, it's I only good. ask questions. I know how I talk about economics. Don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it's just not. I wouldn't call it a win. I wouldn't call it a loss. I would just call it as you know, it it didn't do a lot yet for the everyday guy. And it was kind of supposed to, but they didn't really realize that, hey, everything's made overseas, so all that money we just put in your pockets going overseas, no one buys American. So we don't really see that bolster up the economy. Will it, I think it still will help because, you know, getting the corporate rates down and repatriating tax money, all that's important. Uh, but it didn't get that real big working class hit that a lot of people were expecting. Right. Uh, so... So I wouldn't call it a win under those terms, but it's definitely not yeah, a loss. I mean, it's still good. If, if you look at the polling, I don't think it's worked for the. I don't think the majority of Americans aren't seeing an increase, or at least not. Well, re- he's gone up in the polling. Yeah, not. he he. No, because I think that he up until tax reform passed, he was at like thirty eight to thirty nine just habitually. And oh no! Not, as soon not, as that happened, not Trump's numbers. The actual numbers of people they did they've done reporting on. Uh, do you feel like your checks have gotten bigger? You know, in the oh yeah. And, and, you know, not a lot of people are – or not the majority of people are not reporting that they're seeing a significant increase. Yeah. Because it's – Well, I no, took my if, increase if and I I put, I put that directly into my 401k. So we hear, I didn't see it because I'm making it but do you're work not, for me. You're not the we majority had, of Americans. The majority of Americans, Mitch, are stupid like me. <laughs> <laughs> we love we HDDAP. We love to fall apart and, like, get so far off course, but we do have to bring this back to Comey at some point. <laughs> because, like, and that was that was my bad. Like, No, we don't. I mean, it's a snowball, right? Like, it all it all ties together. I get it. But um, right. so as so Trump has reacted to Comey now on Twitter as let me guess. He took the high road. Yeah, I'm Please. sure he did. He actually did. You notice because I texted you guys his his first name for Comey was Lion Comey and then he realized that, that he, had, he had already assigned that to Ted Cruz and it wasn't fucking catching on and so he had to come out with a slimeball comment but do you have those tweets Frank? <laughs> well he's also called him Slippery Comey now which I, I think is yes. the new nickname. Slippery. Yeah, he has those are found good. He's, what the fuck? He, I thought no, he was like losing, on. Yeah, he's I off his he game, the dude. The Cohen, the Cohen thing rocked the ship, man. I'm telling you. Well, yeah, man. he's got all kinds of crazy shit going on there, so it's gonna be fun. <laughs> um, so, I mean, Trump really lashed out on Twitter, uh, you know, calling him, uh, you know, kind of a slam ball, saying that he was the worst FBI director in history by far. Um, <laughs> so I mean, all the greatest <laughs> hits. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing we haven't seen. It's the same. Anytime someone's fired, the the same exact tweet. Just insert this person's name here. You're a turd. My biggest turd ever. My favorite person. Everyone wanted them out. My favorite person (laughs) in this entire thing is Kellyanne Conway, who like seriously looks like she just rolled out of bed every fucking time she's on camera. She like and like didn't just like roll out of bed like fresh off a coke binge or something like what is wrong with her eyes <laughs> that they're like sagging down halfway down her cheek and she just like she looks like a train wreck every time she's on tv and then are she, you commenting on a woman's looks yeah i am and then she excuse and then she, you and then she lies and it just makes it so like i'm just like ah oh, dude you're classical like evil 
She's, uh, that is the first woman to run a successful presidential campaign. So why don't you check yourself? That's cool. No, that's fine. I'm not. I'm not commenting on her <laughs> on her accomplishments. What I am commenting on is how she presents herself before she lies. It makes it way harder to trust you <laughs> when you look like the the presenter of the poison apple. That's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> so. So now that we've gotten past Brandon sexism, like let's go into <laughs> Kellyanne Conway's. That's, that's two episodes in a row where you've bad. It is two, I know, right? It is two episodes in a row. Whatever. I guess now we. The have, liberal and the and the conservative are saying it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Get, get your sound bites ready. This will be for year two. Um, that's right. So, so anyway, my favorite line from her is Comey sounds like an ex-employee who is trying to write a book like she's made so many of these taken so many of these shots at uh the writing of this book and like that's fine he has a story to tell you knew this was gonna happen when right he i don't know she's just i don't like kelly sounds like you just don't like kellyanne conway (laughs) i don't no i don't and i don't like sounds like she came out made a a reasonable statement I didn't like Sean Spicer. I don't like the people that are lying for him. Like, I didn't like Scaramucci. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I well, don't. That guy was a douche. I don't like that guy. And I, but I guess you know we've talked about it before too with the Obama administration. He had all the same people, and I didn't like those people. I don't like the guy that's right. paid to lie. I guess that's or or the woman <laughs> that's paid to lie. That bothers me. Right. Um. So. Well, why um, do you like Comey so much? What's funny about it is everything <laughs> oh. that I. Everything Shebang. Everything that I've heard Comey say here sounds like reasonable, but it doesn't sound like gotcha. It sounds like duh. Like Yeah, it does. That's why I'm kind of I'm I'm trying I to mean, curb my it, expectations, but I don't think I'm going I I want this book to be good and I want it to be so, but explosive. Some of the expert some of the excerpts so far are like, you know, I've I I noticed his hair, his hands were somewhat <laughs> that's smallish, the best. you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no shit you noticed his hair you're the first one to do that yeah, yeah. good job Which, honestly, Eagle okay let's be honest if any of us met trump we'd probably all stare at his hair because it is a thing of mystery that you like until you see up close <laughs> i don't think you can fully understand how no, it works no way dude if i meet trump i'm totally checking out the hands because i've got to like because I gotta know, like everybody talks about him, right? I need to shake your tiny hands. There, I want to know. There are uh, <laughs> th- there are two kinds of people in this world. There are those of us who look at the hair, and those that look at the hands. Yep. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm it, looking at I'm looking at neither, man. If he if Trump came up to me, I would just be like, get away, don't touch me, don't touch my wiener. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> you know, you Please can just don't. grab it, right? Like, <laughs> uh, the most reasonable. <laughs> This is the weirdest. <laughs> this is the weirdest Comey conversation that we've ever had. Um, yeah. So what I really ex- hope it doesn't suck, though. Like, that, ex- that's my biggest fear. What do you want from it? Like, I want something that I've never. Like, I want as much as I don't want to see Donald Trump go down because I do think he's he's doing good things overall. I want to see something that. You know, he, we all know that he does kind of act like a dictator in a lot of ways, where whatever is against him, he tries to suppress. A dictator. That's right. He's a dictator. But I want to see him. I want to hear some fucking secrets, motherfucker. You're the goddamn direct ex director of the FBI. If you're not dropping secrets, get the fuck out of here with your gorgeous he, font. Well, but is do he you, legally do allowed you think he would though? Because 
I don't Mueller, know. Yeah, he but, he would wouldn't he respect Mueller's investigation? He's the leaker. Who the fuck does he care if it's legal or not? I don't think he. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think when he was leaking it. I mean, I know after the fact, whatever. But like, I don't think when he was leaking it, he was putting his fucking name on it and filing it in the library, like <laughs> you know. Plus, I'm yeah. pr- I'm pretty sure that I love that title, a higher loyalty, refers to himself. I think he's trying to claim. Well, superiority. that's just a fucking shit. Yeah, that's just a shitty title. It's like I'm the fucking best. <laughs> you know, it just sounds like to me every every it's, time I listen to a liberal just say like I'm the greatest, I'm the most righteous. It's like well, yeah, it does, I get it. You it has a very, very Glenn Becky feel to it, doesn't it? A it higher does. loyalty. Like yeah, very yeah, much. It was their turn to be all taking the, the totally, ultimate higher it, road that you can't. It's get totally on. the same as Fire and Fury though. Like it's basically it's a play off a moment of this year and a half long presidency. You know? Yeah. Like uh, he's trying to set himself up as the good guy. So we'll Again, we'll see. As, I think everyone, as you would do as a human, like, you know? yeah. I mean, you probably probably would, but I, I think that you know, whenever we talk about Comey, every, almost every instance that's worth like noteworthy ends with, "Man, he was fucking stupid for doing that." So it's really hard to be like, you "Yeah, this is crazy. the good guy." Is, so let's talk about that aspect of Comey for a second. I know we've talked about it before, but like. How it, it's He's dumb. It, well, How many it, times do you have to fuck up? But okay, but here's the thing: <laughs> it's weird though, right? For like both to be true at the same time, because we have seen mistakes that he's made. We have called him dumb and rightfully so over a lot of his decision making. But at the same time, everyone around him, everyone around him, not named Donald Trump, is like mm-hmm. integrity, whatever. It's because they're great. dumb too. Is it just that, that they're tell friends? You something? Is that what it is? <laughs> is it just? Is it yeah. just that we're protecting our friends? So no, they all got their fucking thumbs up their asses, and they can't tell why it's so warm inside. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're fucking dumb. I just, uh, <laughs> I just don't get it. It's weird that that both sides, like Comey's been the enemy of the Republicans and the enemy of the Democrats, and Mueller has been the. the He's been praised by both sides, and it's like, yeah, but as soon as you do something that someone doesn't like, they just toss you away. And I wonder where the reality is. Right? Like, is Comey a dumb fuck? And if so, why does everybody like him on both sides and then hate him on both sides? Yeah. It does. Well, more- they hate him because he's dumb. He does dumb shit. It's like when you're playing D and D and you got some guy you like, and he fucks up and kills the whole party. You like the guy, but you're like, God damn it, you're stupid. That's me. It's by the same the way, fucking thing. When I play D and D, like it's the same I... thing with millions of more lives at risk. That's yeah. right. No actual stakes. <laughs> TPKing whole countries. Oh fuck. Oops. But, but no, I mean that. that I I really find it hard to to listen to an argument that doesn't end in James Comey's fucking stupid. Yeah. So I think that I think that he's functional enough. Obviously, he was the director of the FBI. But holy shit! I mean, you can't—you can only fuck up so many times before it's just like stupid. you're bad. Just, uh, he's bad. Yeah. I'll will say that it's like Trump. When you look at Trump and you're like, "How are you? You're dumb. Like you're not an actually dumb person. Like he he knows things that are smart. He's smart about certain things. But you keep yeah. at some point when you fuck up and you fuck up and you keep fucking up, you have to look at them and be like, "Why are you so stupid? Stupid? <laughs> yeah, just but stop again, fucking like, up. Me, with with Comey, you can you can like. You can condense his fuck ups to a specific time period, you know, that the late election, you know, yeah. time period. It was like five uh, fuck ups in a row. Well, at least it was, the fuck ups but it was, it was a short period. Like, we all have bad months, yeah. you know. 
<laughs> Sometimes you just get Donald Trump elected. You can't help it. Just <laughs> right. yeah. what happens. Oh my god. <laughs> I think we're so, well, I think we're a loose black amount of fucks on this episode now. Like that's that a lot. <laughs> this might be um, our fuckiest. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, but we'll we'll see what the. I can't wait to dig into it. Um, hopefully, it reads quicker than when I attempted to get through Hillary's book. I made it half like 175 pages, and then I just had to get the audio file. I was like, dude, this is too much. <laughs> I made yeah, it. So, I made it eight seconds into the audio file, and was like, she's doing this. Nope. <laughs> oh, dude, that's what I uh, I went through that thing in like one sitting because she was doing it, and I found it hysterical. Yeah, she's, I just don't. I, I I do not believe she's even reading her own words. They sound so inauthentic. Yeah, that's the, here's the one thing that that I really hope for this book, and I'm gonna tell you this is what I'm most excited for. Me, uh, Brandon, me and you before Frank had joined the podcast in one of the early Comey episodes, we had talked about how his memos were written like a novel, and yeah. not just a novel, right. like a motherfucking like spy novel yeah. or like something where like he leaned towards me no it, i began to it get was, nervous yeah it was like a, it was like a romantic <laughs> sex romp but it was about like yeah. dinner with a dude about dinner. some about an investigation like it was so weird i looked into his eyes it was very like, tom clancy <laughs> yeah the title of that chapter was dinner with the enemy question mark <laughs> so i'm really hoping that this if anything just reads like a dope-ass mystery novel did he collude with the russians well i think I, don't know. I think you're gonna find goofy shit in it like we found in that though because like it frank's to his earlier point he had said that like i I read the excerpt about his hands and it was so goofy because he was like, as he reached out to shake my hand, they were noticeably smaller than mine. Not like weird midget (laughs) small, but like, I don't know. It was just, it was weird the way that he, that he wrote it. And I was just like, man, that's a goofy sentence. And then later there's a line about how like his tie is too short and his pants are too big. I was like, you watch CNN for one weekend and you were like, this is going in the book. (laughs) Like I can write a book. This is happening. Um, so I don't know. So in other words, we I, can't fucking wait. Right. I actually can't. I I do think there's going to be a lot of dumb moments in this uh, in this there book. Is. And the problem is, is you know that some asshole is going to get paid to speed read it, and he's going to be like on day two. All right, guys, I finished. And he's just going to spoil all the fucking good parts on it and just be like, God damn it. Well, by the time it, they've already read it, like, you know, as soon as it drops. Yeah, it, you know, there's people that have already and, got. Yeah, and, but I'm talking about like just normal reviewers. Right. But I mean, by t- by the. So we're recording this on Monday night. And by tomorrow, when the book drops, whenever bookstores open, like by the time I get home from work tomorrow, I'll already know the whole book on TV. Like everybody will be talking about it. Yeah. Honestly, the end of- I, I think we are. I think we already know the whole book on TV because I think the excerpts they pulled out are probably the juiciest bits. It's like a movie trailer. They showed us the best parts. Yeah. God, I hope not. I would. Well, I mean, that's yeah. what they did I mean, with Fire I, I and hope Fury, not too, right? Like Fire, yeah. Fire and Fury. Yeah. They took their their couple sentences from that, and then who read it? Did you read it, Mitch? 
I did not fucking read that. No, I, <laughs> I, I know. I got like a halfway through it, and I could not finish it. That's it's, right. It's yeah, so I wasn't. Shit. Yeah, and it was. All, I wasn't gonna even try. It, it was all just ridiculous, and they like so. It was. I it know. was information we already had, or that had already been, you know, quote unquote leaked, or it was just secondhand gossip repackaged right. as a novel. So I'm hoping that this one. I hope that this one is good. I hope that they're like. I don't know, Mitch. I like. I don't think we're gonna get any FBI secrets because, like, I don't I think. I always hope, though. <laughs> yeah, but again, this is in like book format. Like, you gotta go to Julian Assange for that. I don't. I don't. Hey, know. man, he shocked us before. Out of that entire election cycle, like during the election and after the election, nothing shocked me more than Comey was the fucking leaker. Like, I remember being genuinely thrown for a loop yeah like i normally i see shit coming or in like certain degrees of like okay well he's stupid so of course he said that or oh she's stupid of course she would faint during the fucking martin luther king whatever it was or whenever hillary fainted like these are things that we kind of see coming but comey as the director of the fbi the fucking leaker didn't see it coming oh, he leaked, completely he leaked one thing me. what he admitted to leaking one thing. Yeah, but that was a yeah. pretty big fucking thing. Well, and it and was he, like that the way was he, massive. Yeah, and and the way he did it was so off the cuff well, under testimony he, to be like, no, Yeah, was, and by the way, I did that. It well, was amazing. Was, right. Not only that, but he said why he leaked it. And the purpose for him leaking it was so that a special counsel would get appointed, which, which happened. Kind of fucked up. Like <laughs> So, yeah. like, I mean, really, him leaking that is the reason for the special counsel. And, it is, yeah. Well, and, him getting fired is the reason for the special counsel. Right, but, but like, yeah. his purpose of making sure that the memo got out was to make yeah. sure that people were like, okay, now we got to look into this. It's not just like, oh, we can sweep this Donald Trump move under the rug. Like, now this thing's out here. And, we'll, and I agree with you, Mitch. This that, whole thing has just been stupid, man. That, that was the most shocking moment because I remember – I was listening to his thing live before I watched it a couple times, and I remember talking to you later in the day on the phone and being like, yeah, so what do you think about this? Because, like, holy shit, like, he just came out and said it to Congress. Wait, like, what? What? Um, oh, ridiculous. Hey, you know that thing that's highly illegal? Yeah, that was me. Yeah. Well, I mean, well. He never got in trouble for it either. No. I guess they thought it was okay or something. I, get, I don't know. To me, that doesn't make I, any sense. I think, like, at the end of the day, the reason that he probably didn't get in trouble is because of cronyism. But I think it's all yeah. I think it's all sides. Like, I think that the Republicans and the Democrats obviously wanted a special counsel. But I think the Republicans know that if – that at least the Republicans in Congress know that as long as they have that buffer there – they're off the hook with shit. They don't have to act. They don't have to do anything because they can right. wait for a special counsel to recommend that they do something. If Bob Mueller gets fired, that's where they have to go, fuck, like, now it's on us. Now we have to make a decision. And, you know, right. I so, like, I think that, that Bob Mueller is, the bu- is Congress's buffer all around, both sides. Like, they want him there because they don't have to do uh, yeah. anything. Democrats. Remember when Mueller was supposed to uh, investigate Russian collusion? That was fun. We'll see. We'll, can't we talked about it in the last segment though with the with the um, <laughs> the Cohen raids? If there's right, if there's campaign finance shit, then like 
I don't know, man. We'll see. I agree with you. Then it's Russian collusion. I <laughs> we don't know that based on what I just said, but we're not looking at we it. We don't know. We don't know. So, but we do know he's probably fucked. So, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, especially with revelations that came out recently. Right. Yeah, and we'll actually get into those in the rest of the week because it has been a few days since we recorded that first segment and we'll go into some of those right. revelations in a second. Well, a former GOP rising star faces new calls to resign after the release of a report detailing a woman's accusations of unwanted sexual encounters. A special Missouri House committee issued the report about Missouri Governor Eric Greitens yesterday. In it, the governor's former hairdresser claimed he may have coerced her into oral sex and slapped her. Greitens was charged in February with a felony for allegedly taking and transmitting a non-consensual photo of the woman. So Jamie Allman has been a loud voice for years in St. Louis TV and radio. Well, these airwaves are a little bit quieter this morning. That's following, though, a loud outcry against him. Now, the couple weeks ago, he posted a threatening tweet, and we've chosen not to discuss in detail what exactly that tweet said, but it was about a Parkland school shooting survivor threatening him to threatening to assault him rather with a hot fireplace poker. Now, Sinclair Broadcasting confirmed they took his TV show off air after several sponsors pulled their spots from the local ABC station. David Hogg, who's the subject of his tweet, responded with news of the show's cancellation by simply calling attention back to gun violence. That's been his cause since surviving that massacre in Parkland. David Hogg, just 17 years old. was the weirdest fucking count in of like the entirety of <laughs> Mitch. Um, I'm mixing it up. Yeah, I think I think so. All right, so <laughs> let's get let's get into the rest of the week now. We'll go back into nah. the revelations, the new the new deals with the uh, Cohen thing since we last since we well since we last talked about it 30 minutes ago. Um, right. Fucking. So since. The original story broke. A few a few more things have come out. And one of them is that in the raid of Michael Cohen's house, hotel, and um, office, there were some tape recordings seized. Apparently, Michael Cohen records conversations with his clients. Which is I don't... definitely not fucking creepy. And isn't it totally, wouldn't it totally be illegal too? Like, well, if they don't know yeah. that they're being recorded. Said, so if he says, hey, for transparency and to keep a, a you know, a, a record of this, I'm going to record everything just in case we forget something so we have it all. That's fine. But if you're okay. recording people and you're not telling them, that's super not fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, At least I think it, so. I don't actually know. And rule and laws have been stupid before. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know it, but it's definitely it's weird. And it's <laughs> you know we were talking in the first segment about how like this is probably 
like if you could if you were to put your finger on the beginning of the end like this might be it because the because we're talking personal lawyer we're talking about a relationship that's going on between the president and Cohen since 2007 but like you know old Stormy Daniels was in that courtroom today <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> hilarious this is such a charade and i thought too I'm she is sure. trying so hard to stay in that limelight she's like uh, god damn it look at me well, she doesn't have to try hard. Her fucking lawyer is CNN's best friend. I said it in the first segment, but, like, oh, my God, he's just horrible with every new development. That guy is yeah. on TV for 30 minutes a night, and I'm just like, dude. I can't tell like, you. I think stop. when I stopped watching CNN, it might have been the best decision I've made in my adult life. Yeah, but I you started watching MSNBC, about. which might have MSNBC, which huh? might have been the worst decision in your adult. No, life. I don't watch it. I read their <laughs> articles on Facebook, and mostly for the comment section, just to see where people are at there. But that's just that's just yeah, that's me. your big mistake. Reading comment section is yeah. the worst idea oh, of all time. It used to be well, it used to be NPR that was worse. Now they've kind of regained some of their sanity, and uh, MSNBC just has not. And Fox News, oh god, I don't even go there. I find that I find that comment sections anywhere are just retarded. Like I don't yeah. I try to pretend that the people in the comment sections don't really exist. So but you got to look at the likes. So if there if it's like 100 likes then who cares? Who cares what that guy's saying? Of course there's going to be 100 dumb fucks. If you're getting like 5 6,000 likes on a stupid statement, now you've got to worry cuz that's yeah. a lot of people to be endorsing stupid. So yeah. that's just the <laughs> well, way that I look at be, it. Could be a could be a lot of bots endorsing stupid. Right. Yeah, and you there never are know in this day and age. Yeah, I went back recently and looked at my because uh, of course we were shit talking a lot. Me and Brandon were during the election on Facebook because we're paid by Russians. No, we're not actually, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> regardless, of course, I, of course, you would say that, <laughs> right? But we were shit talking a lot, and I I remember a bunch of people, you know, that were private messaging me like you fucker and all this shit and they're all deleted it's just like a line of just facebook user deleted that we're all bots that no yeah. longer are active you it's think hilarious. Those, you think bots is how uh how trump won the presidency in reality just like a lot of people of course it stupid. wasn't uh, no and of course and most of the ones that i saw were the hillary bots which uh, you know they had started their page in march of 2000 you know fucking 16 and all they had were Hillary pictures, and they were saying the the worst shit ever. They're just bots. Yeah. So, anyway, going Mike- back to Nicole. <laughs> 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 so uh, we were all checking yeah. our Facebooks, just like seeing. How I know, many bots just like what is this? What is right? It? And we're no, gonna get but, uh, to Facebook in a minute, but let's <laughs> right. let's do this one. Now, the biggest uh, thing to come out, in my opinion, other than the uh, the taping. Uh, and there's another part that we're going to get to as well. But to me, the biggest part is that it corroborates one aspect of the dossier. And to me, that's the biggest that's the biggest grab so Which far is, that they've. What was the uh, that, Go ahead. that he lied? That he, he said he wasn't. Uh, I can't remember where. Maybe Russia. He wasn't uh, someplace that he definitely oh, definitely was. Yeah, Prague and or whatever. Yeah, so that's a legitimate I've lied to Congress because he told them he wasn't there. <laughs> and, right. Well, and yeah, the you were. That, the way that they're saying it now, like, it looks really bad. In the last couple of days since we shot the first bit, like, it, it things are looking worse for Michael Cohen. Like, just the way that the government is talking and saying yeah. that, um, like, look, we already, like, we know everything that you've been up to. Like, 
So what does that mean? Because like that that was literally a statement from somebody high up in the government. I can't remember. I can't remember who said it, but it was like, nah, dude, we like we know what he's up to. Like we just had to get him in court. The whole thing about um about his hearing today was because like they had been requesting for him to come in and he just like wouldn't respond to them. So they ordered him to come in right. like that, you know? So, and did you, did you see how that turned out? Like, cause wasn't he there saying that for uh client lawyer confidentiality or whatever purposes that he needed to go through all those files first before it, because the because what was seized hasn't been looked at yet because he filed something to stop them well from some of it's it. been looked at because obviously obviously they came out with that tidbit of information that he was where he said he wasn't right and the you know who his well and i know a lot of this information also came from well, he's, the hearing him he was itself. also forced to give up uh, a, a list of his uh, clients which caused yeah. a bit of controversy also Hannity uh, is who yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, Sean Hannity. <laughs> yes. uh, I mean, stay, it was so obvious. He had media. the football in his hand. <laughs> so. Well, okay, so here's the thing. Sean Sean Hannity's been on TV, like, uh, just crying foul about this Cohen raid and didn't disclose, disclose the fact that Cohen is his lawyer. And now yeah. Sean Hannity's claiming that he's never actually done any business with Cohen. Yeah, apparently Mr. Cohen so is the, the just the, the highest... Um, celebrity. What, I can't think of the word I'm trying to think of here, but he's a very high profile pro bono lawyer who just does lawyer work and hands out his own money for his clients. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Like he's saying that Sean Hannity has done, he's done some stuff for him, but it was all just out of the kindness of his heart. He didn't actually, yeah, do it was just, it. It was he, just, he advice. just answered some legal questions I had. You know, no yeah. invoices were filed. It's like, really? Yeah, yeah, sounds like, the, yeah, the, or the. St- that's or gonna be payment. Like that's going to be what at what point are we supposed down. to stop believing this? Yeah, like Cohen's going down. I mean, again, the, yeah. I I'm gonna I'm gonna pat myself on the back here and say I got pretty good intuition here. The second I saw Michael Flynn, I was like, "You guilty motherfucker!" And then I saw Paul Manafort, <laughs> and I was like, "You a guilty motherfucker too." But you know, you and as know soon that, as we saw Cohen, we're like, "Ah, oh, you're fucking guilty." Well, you know that Cohen's looking at like 30 <laughs> years too. So you think if there's any chance that uh, that he okay let's say that there was something like let's say we're going down hypothetical highway again but let's say that like his being in Prague had something to do with whatever they're looking for like if there is collusion if there is something do you think that 30 years is enough to make him flip on Trump because you know Trump's gonna throw him to the wolves no matter what and he's smart enough to do that too so do you think that if there is something there this is where we find it I don't know because I don't know what he I wants mean, to assuming make. Assuming that Michael Cohen knows about it, like, yeah, you have to also remember though that Trump has the power to pardon anybody for any crime committed, but you know, even before they're but this, charged. But this went he through. Can't do he Cohen. can't do it here. Well, yeah, okay, this, yeah. This went through the New Is York it, uh, state judiciary. Whatever. Yeah, see, I don't yeah. know. I I don't see a municipal court. I, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, I I still don't see Cohen f- like flipping on Trump. I don't know why. I don't either. I, I just, I just think, I don't like, how see long, it. How long do they go back? Yeah. yeah, I don't see it. I think that if it comes to it, he'll be like, ah, I was pretending to be Donald Trump and contacting the Russians. It was all me, and that'll be his line, and he'll just go down, <laughs> and it'll be you, fucking stupid. I mean, that's what he's done like, so far. Oh you know, man, I, I don't. I you, you really that think he wouldn't I, be I that stupid? That. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Out of all of Look, the we're not talking we're not talking about MSN MS thirteen. Like these guys don't keep their fucking mouths shut when their life is on the line. These guys are worth <laughs> millions of fucking dollars. Why would he give up his life for a guy who fucking the whole country and half the world doesn't fucking like who's made his mm-hmm. own bed? Why would he go down for that? Like uh, well it depends on what dirty deals he makes if he again, says hey. Right. I, I I'm going to throw you to the wolves, but I'm going to help your family. They're going to have the best, all the best, you know, fuck. Then he goes, all right, well, I'm already fucked anyway because I got in bed with a bunch of fucking assholes. So, all right, mm. I'll, I'll take one for the team so you can help my family. I don't know, man. You know what I mean? I, I think that I think plea deals look a lot more enticing than going down. All he has to do, all Trump has to do is take his personal money and then do a gift to Cohen's family. You know what I mean? Collusion. There you go. <laughs> I mean, as long as it's not he with, owes him hundred. He still huh? owes him one hundred thirty thousand dollars from that Stormy Daniels payment. That's so. true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As, as right. long as he doesn't Scott Pruitt it and use you know taxpayer money, he should be okay. Fine. But here's the other thing. Let's talk about what other part of the uh, dossier this corroborates. With all the porn stars and the playmates and shit, like the piss party's real, right? Like, come on, the piss party is most certainly not real. The piss party's I, real. Like Donald Trump's no. into yeah. into fucking old porn stars. And Let's shit. recap. Like, okay, we're, let's, I'm gonna recap this piss party scenario for you, so you can hear how fucking ridiculous it sounds. So Donald Trump goes to Russia. He stays in the same hotel that Barack Obama stayed in, and then out of spite, he hires hookers and says, "Piss all over the bed. Piss on the Obama's bed. Yes, mm, that's what I like." I don't sounds, buy it, man. That sounds totally like, like something Trump would do. <laughs> <laughs> if, if the thing well, was, like, I don't, I do not know why that's hard for you to believe. <laughs> like, because it, piss is gross, and I don't think that anyone see, like you have to have a deep piss deep is gross fetish. to you. Have you looked on the internet? <laughs> piss isn't gross to everybody. <laughs> like Donald Trump's into Stormy Daniels. I don't know that piss is gross to him. <laughs> I feel like she would have mentioned it if he, if she, if he had her just piss all over his face. Maybe he, would, he didn't have her piss all over so. the place. She wasn't. Maybe that's what she's bed. waiting she's, to that say. That is totally something Donald Trump. She's saving would do. that for sweeps weeks, guys. <laughs> all right, this yeah. just changed my perspective here because, yeah, what if that's what she's waiting to tell all about that piss party yeah. that she had in his ears? And my th- the, there you there go. There we go. You heard I, I missing link. I don't know if the party's – I don't know if the P-tape is real. I do know that Comey specifically said that when he told Trump about it, Trump insisted that it be investigated as a fraud. So I think there is some evidence that at least Trump thinks it's – like, you know, I don't know. At least he thinks it's uh, – like damaging like someone lying about him yeah i I do i do buy that could be you know it does seem almost too scandalous for even for trump as weird (laughs) as it is to say that sentence like that that's dark man that's like i don't know that that's a that's a dark place to go man you're pissing on beds in foreign countries it's totally not he pissed on his whole legacy what are you talking about (laughs) like no dude I don't know. I like. I don't really believe no. it, but you I would say, totally hey, not be surprised by hey, it. Like, a male chauvinist. Yeah. It's, again, there's a, there's a far cry here. Okay. It's saying a male chauvinist likes to bang porn stars. No shit. Now to say this same guy wants to get pissed all over in a bed. Whoa, whoa. There's a big difference between in Obama's I like banging bed. porn stars. Totally. Yeah, that makes it <laughs> totally no. fact. This no, it's not fact. Now, it's fact. I don't You're know. We'll, we'll see. Maybe, maybe it'll 
materialize and it'll totally be real. And just like this Russian investigation, there'll be collusion and piss collusion and everything's weird. It's but it's I don't all, see it. I just pissed. I just think it's hilarious that history books will have to include the words P tape. <laughs> Dude, and you history. know there's some like liberal like bookmakers like he made us do it. We had to include it. <laughs> he he fucking made it. us. And oh my god, history books will have like grab her by the pussy. Like, yeah, they probably will, and they'll be like, yeah. "Oh, it's his fault. He made us edit it." Yeah. All right, <laughs> so let's move on now from from Michael Cohen. We'll get into another uh, decently big story, although I don't know. Like, it's at the beginning of the week, it sounded like it was going to be a huge story, and then I think a lot of us just laughed at it. But it was Mark Zuckerberg on testifying. Um, to Capitol Hill, and we probably shouldn't laugh at it because there were a lot of legitimate concerns raised there, but it was just, I think it was just the forum, the fact that Congress, no congressman the fact that it looked like an alien has ever used social media. So having them read scripted questions to him, like my favorite one, I think it was Orrin Hatch, said to him like, all right, so you created a business, but you don't charge your consumers to use it. So what's up with that? Like, how are you gonna even make money? Like, like dude, and, and you do face, not understand like, the platform. Like, like Orrin Hatch looked like this is the gotcha moment. Like, I just blew up the entire idea of Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't even realize how stupid he is that he's not charging his consumer for his product. And he like looked at him, and Zuckerberg is like, super like he's got that that. I don't want to alien say, face. Yeah, like it, but it's it's plain. Like he doesn't, he didn't it's make very many shucks. Kind of like right, kind of stuck up ish. Like he he just doesn't make a lot of facial expressions. But in that, I didn't moment, get that from. I just thought he was kind of socially awkward and just kind of like I'm not that, attuned to. It, in that people. moment, he looked back at Warren Hatch and he said, "We sell advertisements." And then, like, smirked, and I was like, oh, my God, these guys don't get it. Like, they do not. Oh, it, it was awesome. Oh, so, who was it? There was another another guy who was like, you need to have a function where I can go in and say, I don't want to share my data. And he was like, but, but Senator, I already we already do that. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, well, you need to make sure people can access it. But but right. senator, <laughs> yeah. There was another one, another question. He was like, "So you guys are the same as Twitter, right?" It's like, no. That's that's why we're <laughs> Facebook and they're Twitter. We're yeah. The, the worst part is like these guys were on committees that were like supposed to be fucking like in tune with technology and shit, and they were just not the, fucking. Where I think, yeah, it's it's showing how how bad some of our. Uh, Appointing well, policies are when here's, people get appointed. To here's elected, the problem: yeah, have such like, long terms. This is you a know failure. this internet business, don't you? <laughs> totally. But this is this is totally yeah. a failure of on the on the shoulders of the interns of Congress because they have twenty year old interns. So like at some point you got to step up and be like, Senator, please don't say that. You're gonna sound like hey, a jackass, Brandon. <laughs> you know, Brandon, have you ever tried to have you ever tried to instruct old people about new technology? Yeah, <laughs> it's it very work. easy to give up, right? But you just shut up, like, you whippersnapper. Go get my latte. Get off my lawn. <laughs> um, get off my lawn. We're in court. Shut the fuck up. Right. Get, yeah, that was that was goofy. 
One of my favorite parts about that whole thing was that the first day, I feel like it's a setup too, that they put him on a booster seat. Like, it, that they had to, like, <laughs> they brought in that extra cushion. And they're like, here, you're short. This, you'll look better on the camera. But then all of the pictures are of him on a booster seat. And the tweets are amazing. And then, and then the next day, he wasn't on it. And my thought when I saw it was like, there's no way Jeff Sessions would ever sit his ass on a booster seat like if they were like senator Sessions, i don't like those booster seats right no there's no <laughs> way that general mattis would sit on a booster seat like they set zuckerberg up because he's never been in front of congress so they're like you know what i bet if we tell him he has to wear a bib like <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, hold was... this hold this rattle just just do it the whole thing, the whole thing was ridiculous. It does. I do agree that there has to be some type of regulation to what Facebook is allowed to have because we were going through um, our. I mean, our it's not per- like we all don't know it, and that's the part that bothers me. Yeah, like, but do you realize like how much they know? Like, if you actually go through like your settings, we were oh, looking yeah. at this the other day. Like, they know how many people live in your house. They know how many, like, yeah. where, like, they know everything, and it's all based on how many people are connected to your Wi-Fi and, you know, what links you click on. They they know how you vote. They know where you eat and what you do and where you shop. And, like, I get that we yeah. give them all of that information, but there should be an easier well, way to opt out. because we want to play out. the games. But there should be an easier way to opt out of that. And now it looks like there is. Like, in the last couple of days, well, I there, think there always has been. You just have to go to settings. You have to go to settings, but yeah, you have there's to, more of a. It's like seven pages deep. There's more of a push now. It yeah, is. But, I mean, and there's more of a clicking. push now to. Uh, there's more of a push now to have like customizable of what you don't want to share. I don't want to share my location. I don't want to share my political affiliation. You know. Right. Yeah. Well, but I know there's been some talk of like, switching it if to it wasn't, an opt in rather than an opt out. So you yes. have to be like, but I would like to, to sell my if, shit. Yeah, if it's not Facebook, like just having a smartphone alone does this. It's it's not centralized yeah, to Facebook. If it's someone, not just but if someone them. gets into your smartphone, they can right. get your GPS, they can get your emails, they can piece this stuff together. It's the, yeah, it's if you the go price to the, you pay for living an online life. Exactly. Right. If you go to the Play Store and it's like, oh, do you want to play tic tac toe? Need access to your photos? Sure, fuck it. I want to play yeah, tic tac toe. Right, but you so, know that's not like, what you should be doing in the Play Store. If you are in the Play Store, you should be searching the Devil's Advocate podcast on any of those podcasts oh. as oh, slam it, get that plug in there, <laughs> get it in there. Uh, do a, it. A plug to people who are already listening who don't need the plug. <laughs> way to market. Way well, to market, Brandon. See, they're going to share it with everybody, and then, See, and then it's going to work. This is why Zuckerberg needs to hire yeah. me. Because then I know it's I like get, an onion, man. Layers. All right, I can figure <laughs> out. I can figure out your marketing strategy, Mister Z. Wait, like, wait. We'll, we'll get you making Brandon. Some money. We're not. We're not charging our customers. How are, how are we making money, Brandon? <laughs> we're not charging our customers. <laughs> right. We're not. Well, currently, currently we've spent more money than we're making, but. Um, but that's okay. It's Damn it! Different. Where's Zuckerberg? We need his smirk. <laughs> right. So, all right. Well, I think I think that's enough. Although I will say, just to finish finish the point on Facebook, that I've noticed over the last couple of days since the hearing at, or whatnot, um, that at least when I get on my Facebook app, that at, at the top well, now I've already done it, but when I got on um, earlier today way like a huge box way bigger than something i would just scroll past was like hey 
we just want to let you know that like a bunch of apps probably have your data and you can opt out of that by clicking this button <laughs> and then it showed me like how many and like, half the apps I didn't even fucking know like I don't even know what they are or like I know whatever. you click on it once a long time ago when you're fucking drunk yeah. or something it's just like oh shit <laughs> I got I got like 27 <laughs> things on there I recognize like three of them and so I just went through and was like Psh, I'm getting rid of all of it um, yeah I also I saw something a long time ago and uh, I'm not sure how how accurate it is, but it went into how much you're actually worth to Facebook, and it ended up being thirty three dollars on average. All really? of your information they sell for thirty three dollars. It's like, oh, that hurts. Yeah, that does. <laughs> that's um, like three McDonald's runs. That's, that's <laughs> well, it, it's really sad because I've been I've been trying to sell mine for nothing so they could get more for it than I could. Which is really sad. <laughs> No. <laughs> All right. So, okay, let's move on into um We'll go into the Missouri story real quick. Um so Oh, what do we do now? Well, Greitens is back in the news. Greitens has been in the news. Um and now he's making national headlines with with some more Is he selling goggles? <laughs> no, with more <laughs> revelations of of what's going on in this court case. So the now his team basically there's conflicting um there's, there's conflicting testimonies, I guess, where the woman will remind you that the, like he's been he's going to court on May 14th um in a and he's involved in a scandal in which he was having an extramarital affair um and apparently the allegation is that he took a picture of the woman he was having an affair with and used it used it to blackmail her saying that if she ever told about the affair the the picture of her naked would be all over the internet now which really doesn't help yeah, him we, it's like uh, nothing we, says we have go ahead yeah go ahead yeah, nothing says, like, uh, I didn't have an affair, like, I've got all your naked pictures. That right. doesn't make any sense to me. Like, yeah. I don't know what his end game there was. <laughs> well, and now... Well, and I know, like, she testified recently, correct? Yeah, she did. And the and the def- and the defense is now trying to... She, there, was a, there was a weird sentence that she said, where, like... And I think what happened, we haven't seen the testimony, because they haven't released the transcript yet. But the way that it was being reported was that she had said that she didn't necessarily remember a camera flash, that she may have dreamt a camera flash. So that sounds I bad. I fucking knew it. That sounds bad, and the defense is using that sentence. But the prosecution immediately, as um, as the defense is running this line about, oh, now she's saying she dreamt it, is saying, no, that's not the full statement. Release the transcript with her name redacted because it's going to sell their story. So what I'm wondering is if it was one of those like lawyer gotcha moments where it came down to that word the flash of the camera and she and that she they were specifically focusing on the flash and it was like I don't And remember. there was just no flash. Right. So like <laughs> I don't well, know. And I I believe that some of the transcript has been released or at least you know reported on because I know that she has made even like more Claims. Uh, w- remarks that would be worse for Greitens, you know, c- claiming that there was more force involved with some yeah, of the sexual acts. And, they, yeah, you know, were... so I think this is almost maybe a way to cast light on all of these damning, you know, now that she's testifying, the, it's getting to be more damning for him. Right. 
Um, yeah, because some of those allegations, I mean, if you have kids listening after all those fucks, you probably shouldn't, but (laughs) these ones, these are like, just, we'll just do the warning there, right? Um, because I have to, I think about it now. (laughs) Basically, the, the, the oral sex thing was like the, seemed to be the 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 worst thing. That apparently she was forced to do that, like, while she was like crying and like very unwilling to do that. And like, that's weird. Um, and horrible. I didn't hear that one before. Yeah, that that's new as of this week. And then something to you that's about what she was saying. That's what she was saying that he yes, made that's her, her do. testimony. Yeah. So uh, that was the second time I think they got they had an encounter. The first time was in the basement of his house. While so this his is wife going from away. this is going from blackmail to full on rape. It, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, it seems like now that they're actually getting her on the stand under oath. Uh, her testimony is being is is going to be more damaging than they originally thought yeah. it was. Going and then to be. there there was also something else that she had said about him, like she didn't want to have sex or something, and he like slapped her, hit her like in the face or something like that. Like it doesn't. Well, no, he he asked her if she had been with anybody since they had slept together the first time. That's right. And she said that she'd slept with her her ex husband, who was the one that started this whole thing and yeah. then he had slapped her and said that you're mine you can't sleep with you know yeah controlling kind of behavior. yeah yeah so. um which i know that like even uh, everyone like even of his own party has been calling on him to step down he's yeah he's done as a political candidate i, I think. mean josh hawley has like now this is just a political tactic i know but josh hawley is even like wrote a letter and sent it to donald trump to i thought to, he was fake call on him yeah i don't know i mean he's the attorney general <laughs> he, just se- he seems like a fake senate candidate but he i know right. he's a, i know he's a real person because he has a real job yeah. <laughs> um but he sent he <laughs> sent a letter Facebook. <laughs> to donald trump asking for donald trump to call for his resignation but that made me laugh in and of itself because donald trump is the guy who endorsed roy moore so like i don't i think you're barking right. up trees here with that request yeah. um yeah defended Roy Porter. Right. But I think I think that it sounds like Greitens might be our Roy Moore. Um not maybe not that bad. Like not grabbing kids and stuff, but like this sounds horrible. Yeah, I guess it does like, elevate it. I mean, yeah. It's still pretty still, bad. Still horrible. He also still has, yeah. His still de- someone you do not want to represent us. His defense lawyer, I personally don't know anything about, but the way that I've heard him described in like the St. Louis community community that does know something about him, as far as like the people that I know that know lawyers are basically like, yeah, if this guy gets hired, you're pretty much like guilty. Like this, we talked about this the first time <laughs> that that we brought him up. That like his slogan, at least the way he's talked about around the region, is that like, did you do it and want to get away with it? Call me, like you know. He's Saul Goodman. He's he's Johnny Cochran. Um, Saul Good man. So sometimes you need a criminal lawyer. Sometimes you need a criminal lawyer. That's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I don't know. Oh, I love Breaking Bad. But it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound good for Greitens. It does sound like the testimony. What's weird too? No, is like you've introduced rape. That that's bad. Yeah, but but the Greitens team. Is talking about like they're trying. So their move now is that they're trying to get this thrown out because the um, so something that happened. I guess 
there was part of a I guess this woman's testimony was done was recorded on camera and the I it looks like the prosecution might be fucking up a little bit too because there is this is a weird thing so part of her testimony or her testimony in entirety was was filmed but the prosecution told the judge that the camera didn't work so the tape was never turned over to the defense team to or the yeah it was never turned over to the defense team and as you know in all court proceedings both sides have access to all of the evidence so then right uh, yeah. like a week later i know later, the judge was super oh, mad right to learn that the tape existed when they'd been led to believe that it did not right so basically then they said oh wait it does exist and they handed it over to the judge without the defense having seen it that almost sounds like an error that could get the case thrown out and if the case yeah if, if the allegations are and re- there is like if it's true there is actually a, a date to, yeah, there is a date to they're gonna settle this. The judge is gonna uh, review whether this case should be thrown out. I think next week. Yeah, or a week and a half. So this will be something we will talk about again. I'm sure. So, but if the allegations are true and I, it gets I, thrown out because of a prosecutorial fuck up, like that, that's a shame. That sucks. <laughs> like, I don't see it happening though. I don't see a lawyer. Yeah, I, I it would depend know. on what it, I think it would depend on the evidence. Like if it was solid 100% yeah. evidence. Yeah, but you say that and have not to like only. we literally just said Johnny Cochran's it, name. Like they yeah, they but. framed a murderer. That's how they lost that case. <laughs> like, you know, so like right. they do screw up and like I don't know. I tend to agree Frank that I don't think that this is I don't think that they're gonna throw no, it out. I think it's, I think it's a hail mary on Greitens' part. His lawyer is playing a smart move, trying to get it thrown out, so in that way they can appeal it later on the grounds that it should have been thrown out or the te- you know the evidence shouldn't have been allowed in the first place. Right, but I yeah. think ultimately there's too much evidence. We're too far in. It's it's just damage control at this point. But he's yeah. he's not going to be an effective leader with with his own party calling on him to step down. Right. Yeah, he does degree. need to step down. I mean, at that point, regardless of. Whether you're innocent or not, like you're not going to accomplish what you want. Exactly. So just fucking step aside. And I think that's what most of the level heads are saying in the area, or that I've heard talking. Because this is like obviously this is a local thing, but like from what I've heard on on talk radio and just from like the political voices in our region is. Look, it, it doesn't matter at this point if I like him or if I want him to succeed. I don't think he can succeed because I think he's tainted and I don't think that you can be effective anymore. So whether or not it's true, whether or not he's guilty at this point, like, you kind of got to... When you hear the name Greitens, you hear Greitens, you think blackmail. And right. that's not good yeah. for a, a politician. Plus, I mean, the, aside from this girl coming out and being like, I made it all up, I was pressured by the prosecution to to say these things that would be the only thing that would yeah. be like oh fuck exonerated right other than that happening yeah but even then like it would aside. have to be her husband her husband made it up and then she went along like i don't see that ha- at yeah this point, or it's just it's i, I thought yeah. whenever i first heard this case was that she made it up to her husband to try to save face and then he just ran with it and then she was like oh fuck but it kind of sounds like no Greitens just yeah. He's a rapist. It doesn't it doesn't yeah. sound good. Um that's for sure. So and 
you know, there's a ton of people though that like you'd be shocked by listening to the people, some of the voices in our community that are just like that are trying to discredit this so hard. Like he does still have his supporters. Absolutely. It's mostly the conservative St. Louis media. Um, but <laughs> that, I mean, there conservatives are, def- are stupid. There are definitely. And actually that's a good transition point. Let's talk about conservative, stupid media people in St. Louis, right? This is a good way to end the show. <laughs> um, so shout out to Jamie Almond who doesn't have a fucking job anymore. Um, he has one job. Yeah, Brandon always gets the he last had, laugh. He Don't had you know one job. He had one <laughs> job. He had two jobs, and he lost both of them. So I thought he still had his radio show. He nope. just got his TV show canceled. Nope. He had his. Nope. It's he, gone. He was he was suspended for twenty four hours the last time you and I had talked about this, and then the next morning mm-hmm. he, they announced that he was gone. Like, um, uh, he'll start his own fucking radio show and be fine. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. He is the That's disgraced. What I would do. He's the disgraced Jamie Ullman now. So why? Because he fucking went after the Hogmeister. Yeah, because he and went after. David that'll be Hogg. the name of his podcast. And he tweeted. I think what he did was he got ahead of himself and he thought, "Oh, Fox stood behind Laura Ingram, who makes him way more money than I do. So clearly, I'm fine." <laughs> and he said he tweeted that um, I'm just standing out here waiting to shove a hot poker up. David Hogg's ass just waiting just working and so within like I don't know a few minutes of that tweet being sent Sinclair or whoever run whoever monitors whichever one of his because I know Sinclair who which is run by the Koch brothers was the the company that basically had his TV show on the air and then I think Intercom is the St. Louis company that had his radio show on the air um so whoever monitors his Twitter froze his account like within a few minutes of that tweet going out, deleted the tweet, screenshots are a fickle bitch, and it got out. Um, but, you know, like, they they fired him over making a threat to a kid. And to me, a threat. It, to me uh, it sounds bullshit. like, to me, I'm, dude, it's it sounds like a threat, like, I know why. Don't I think that's a I don't think that's talk the reachiest about, of all the reaches. Yeah. Well, Go let's ahead. just don't talk about putting something up a sixteen-year-old's asshole. Like, yeah, that? here's the thing. But that's that's here's like why, a rule. So, real quick, before we get into it, let me tell you why this story is important to me. You both know this story, um, but a few months ago, I was listening to Jamie Ullman's show, as I commonly did. For, for several years, actually. Um, not I still don't know who this is, by the way. I've never actually heard his show or well, his Well, now show. you won't again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you. Jamie Allman, Jamie Allman it, he had the highest rated show, morning show, in the region. And um, he because of his success on his radio show, he had a TV show, whatever. After the Parkland thing happened... I felt like Jamie Ullman had a moment. Here's the thing about him, too, at least my interpretation of his show, because I listened to him through the Obama years, and I listened to him now through the first year and a half of Donald Trump. And when 
a Democrat is in power, conservative radio is a little bit easier to do because all you have to do is just get pissed off about everything that fuck it, every decision that ever happens, what the Democrats are doing right now, right? Like you just get right. mad and that's that's your content for the day. When your guy is in power and you're happy about shit, happy doesn't sell. Happy doesn't make ratings as much as being mad about stuff. So you try to get in the little shock value to to get people interested, right? And I think Jamie Ullman could have made that statement on his show and wouldn't have gotten fired or suspended over it because Twitter, everybody sees it all at once, right? Like, figure, yeah. you, you know, I just, like, I don't think that was the forum to do it. But Jamie Ullman, I think a few months ago, after or a month ago or whenever the Parkland thing was, um, had a moment that we have had on this show where I'm trying to fill a couple of moments before I want to wrap up the show and I go somewhere and then once we get like halfway through the conversation I'm like fuck I didn't this isn't where I planned on this to go it would have been better had I not brought up the story at all um, Kellyanne Conway we've <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so we've so we've done that um and I felt like Allman did this with the Parkland kid so he basically he played a clip i don't even know if it was david hogg it was just one of the kids that were out in the streets a couple of days after the parkland shooting and he played a clip of a kid who was talking about gun control but he basically like misused the term like he mistook um the Constitution for the Bill of Rights or whatever. He's like, oh, it's not guaranteed under the Bill of Rights or whatever. So Jamie Ullman picked that to, to use as evidence of these kids being fucking stupid. And he just, like, went for, like, three minutes about how, like, stupid they were because of the... because he mistook the Constitution for the Bill of Rights. So I had tweeted at Jamie Ullman that, like, hey, newsflash, high school kids are fucking dumb so like maybe we shouldn't just like pick on them for being dumb like he still has a right to have an opinion you may not agree with it he might should give them the right to vote he might be wrong but like picking on him for this but jamie allman tweeted back at me which was awesome and he was just like oh you're you're an idiot (laughs) if you know if you want to if you want to um blather on about government construct you should know a thing about or a thing or two about government government construct which is the point where I should have just posted a picture of Donald Trump and just let it go. Um, (laughs) But I didn't. And, you know, so, like, it was just a tit-for-tat about this kid. Flash forward a couple months, and he got fired over the same thing. So I feel petty and personally vindicated by this because, (laughs) like, all you had to do was be the bigger person and not shit on the kid. We've had the conversation, Mitch and Frank, plenty of times about whether these kids are right or wrong about the things that they're saying and whatever. And that's a fair conversation to have, but I don't think it's fair to just, I don't think it's fair to just bully them. Be fucking bigger than that. Does that mean you should get fired? It depends on what you say. And I think this crossed the line. I understand why sponsors wouldn't want to be associated with it. I mean, fight them on policy. If, if what the kid is saying is wrong, tell me why don't, talk about putting something up his ass you know, well like most the, of what i don't most of what i disagree with hog about isn't his policy it's that he's calling everyone terrorists and murderers and stuff so it's not really the policy that i disagree with him right on. and i do disagree with him on policy also but i, I disagree with the but those are um, and those are fair criticisms but if you're in the position that jamie allman is 
invite him onto your show and debate so him now that we've on what he's talking yeah, about like now that we've gotten past that part of it can you explain to me why you take that as a serious threat to because me, to me that's like red coming up and saying get in there or i'll stick my foot up your ass to me he's I, not gonna do it no i don't take it i don't take it as a serious threat what i but what i take it is is an irresponsible statement and a in a totally fireable offense I don't get it. I don't fucking get it at all. Do you I think get, it was here, a stupid let me, thing here, to say? Let me explain, yeah, I guess. Let me explain it, it to you in terms that we all should get. When you're at work, you represent your company. If you say anything, literally, they could turn on the show and decide that they don't agree with your political views or something that you said. My boss could turn on the show and decide that I shouldn't have called Kellyanne Conway uh, whatever I called her, and decide that that is <laughs> we a, all know what you said. That, that is reason to fire me, and they would have every right to That's do that fine. because they can say, "Look, uh, the, the, but that's not what we're really talking about. We're, we're talking about the company. offense. I'm not talking about the people getting fired. Anyone can fire you for anything. I can come in if I'm your employer and I go, I don't fucking like your shoes. Get the fuck out, right? Because it's my company. I can do what I want. But I'm saying I don't understand why people are genuinely taking that like it's a threat. When I think we all, as adults, should know I, I don't he's think, not going to actually stick a hot poker I don't up think this dude's most, ass. I don't think it's not going to happen. I don't think most people are taking it as a legitimate threat. I think what happened it sounded is, like it is with that all the statements this, I was reading. The like, second that I he think posted what it, I took it as the second he posted it, his advertisers started dropping. Money rules all. Yeah. No, that, yeah. that totally makes sense to me. Well, I don't I understand the people like, who are genuinely offended and think that he was threatening. I don't understand that. I don't think it was threatening. I think it was in very poor taste to talk about, even joke about physical violence on a kid who just survived a school shooting. I think it's... You should have more time. I, I don't get I, that I, part of it either. I really don't. I think like, it's I in poor taste. How... The, the fact of the matter is, why is David Hogg in the news? Because of gun control, right? So if you have an issue right. with David Hogg, instead of saying you're going to do something to him, or instead of saying, oh, you're a stupid idiot, how about you formulate a decent argument and <laughs> and beat him, best him, do what you do, but when you but it's classless to take it where he took it. It's classless to take it where I took it with Kellyanne Conway. Like that's <laughs> but get some class. But the but the difference no, okay, so, is so I work change. for myself no on this show. Integrity. So you know what I you know so, what I mean? Yeah, but but still, I mean what if he was like, I'm gonna really knuckle down on this guy. Oh my god. Look at that threat. Like I don't to me that the thing that I can't stand is the fact that David Hall can come out and be a total d bag to everybody that he wants to, and anytime someone else is a total d bag to him, they just say, "Well, he survived a shooting. You can't do that." But we he, should all not be the, being douchebags. Yeah, but the difference like that is should David, be a, David a Hogg, general thing. David Hogg isn't coming out saying. Oh, Laura Ingram is a piece of shit because she didn't. Because she didn't. He definitely did do that. No, he didn't. What did he do? He came out he, and said, "He said boycott." She's saying this about me. So because go boycott because her, she attacked him on something that is unrelated to the topic. He didn't start that fight. He didn't come out and say Laura Ingram didn't get into school. Laura Ingram didn't get hired. He has a topic yeah. which is gun control whether you can and you can debate whether or not he is correct on the way that he feels that's fine but what yeah. laura ingram did was she attacked him personally what jamie allman did was he attacked him personally yeah but tiny again tiny attacks i just don't think Be, i don't understand where this this shield comes from 
where they're saying you advertisers, can't do that to him. That's where it comes. From. I get that. I, I know. I'm not talking about advertisers. I'm not talking about the 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 bosses. I'm talking about people who are gen- like what Frank just said. Where Frank actually feels that he can't say that to him because he's a Parkland survivor. I don't get. No, that. I don't think you can. That's what I'm not. You getting. can say it to him. You can say it to him. I just think it's tactless, and I think that as someone who has advertisers, you probably shouldn't. Right? Yeah. I mean, the advertisers are going to do what they're going to do. Even if you win the and fight, it. like, and you, I think you, you th- want to fight with a sixteen-year-old, and, and no one wins that fight. Like, when like, both people are being petty, you, right? You're not winning. I, you know? And I think I like. True. Yeah. I tend. I tend to agree with Frank there. Like, yes, First Amendment right. He has a right to say it, but in right. this, but it is, but I do think that it's classless i do think he should stay above that if the whole point if your job is to talk about politics and the reason that you don't like this kid it has something to do with politics and you know that your audience agrees with you just beat him there like you know like <laughs> well a lot of people don't like david hogg either so i think he, he thought that his audience was going to be on his side and it sounds like they were but it was just again the advertisers well, but if you're going to play rest of twitter well yeah that's the that's the thing too where I think he's gonna start his own company, man. I mean, de- Garen fucking T it. He's yeah, because I'm up. sure because I'm sure so many people are willing to he's hire podcasts after that. Um, <laughs> he can do it himself. I'm sure he's got money. We fucking run our own podcast. We don't fucking have money. We he, also don't make did, money. I bet true. Jamie Allman's used to making money. Like we don't do that. <laughs> so, um, I'm just saying, if you're the number nice. one, if you're the number one rated show, you've been running in, in radio for the past ten years and a television show. You don't forget how to do all of that when your advertisers drop. You can still do all that. Right. You can all he has to do you can is still do all buy that. a studio. Right. The problem is. He has to have advertisers. There's no problem. He's yes, got a yes, huge, there is. Yes, he's he still has got to a have huge. He has to have advertisers to make money, whether or not. You, you he, really think that he lost every single advertiser? Like clearly, he lost the advertisers that were there now. But you don't think that someone like I don't know Remington Guns or something is going to be like, yeah, I like what you have to say, and I'm going to I'm going to support you or fucking. Some other sort of conservative group. Again, clearly he had an audience. And I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of conservatives have been attacking this hog guy. Right. They don't fucking like him either. That's fine. Like, I get it. And maybe he will be fine. I'm not here to to say whether or not I want or don't want that to happen. What I am here to say is you should have played it smarter. You should have taken advice from the dickhead on Twitter that told you to stay above the fray. Because (laughs) if you did, you'd still have two shows and they'd be the top rated in the St. Louis region. Like, or whatever. I don't know how far the, the region. I know it's bigger than St. Louis. But, like, don't be a dick. That's all it came down to, and yeah. that and I, that's a dickhead that's saying that to you. Don't be a dick. Like, say <laughs> all you had to do was not be an idiot about it and realize yeah. that. I still you, think he'll come out on top. I think that he'll he'll end up, and then all that money that he makes would be his own money. He wouldn't have to split it or get paid a salary. That's fine. So maybe maybe this was for the best, but maybe he maybe he hopefully learned something here. You know. That, Hopefully he stays off because I don't fucking like conservative radio. So <laughs> I don't he, fucking want to see uh, this dude. He did become horrible <laughs> too. Up. It was easier to listen to him when he was just shitting on Obama because I was like, this is what I expect. But then when it became, oh, my guy is doing everything that I like and he was still trying to find ways to be angry. It's just like, dude, you're, like, you're just trying too <laughs> fucking hard. Like, just just be happy. <laughs> like, he did what you wanted. Why are you trying to rub shit in everybody's face? 
Now, now you got a lot of free time to do that. So, anyway, um, <laughs> all right. I guess we'll call it there for the week. So remember to follow us on Twitter and Facebook at TDAP2017. I know we did have some issues with uh, the with the podcast apps and iTunes and Google Play over the last week or so. That's kind of the delay on this episode. The reason that the segments are weirdly a week apart but only five minutes apart um <laughs> you know so but i do think that that has been corrected now um so but if you're listening to it you already figured that out so this is not the right place to post that um otherwise i got nothing for you review us on itunes that would be amazing <laughs> we're actually getting um we have actually gotten a few of those in the last couple of weeks and that's awesome and if i was a better host i would have this pulled up in front of me but next week i will read some of those reviews on the show so keep those coming those are great we'd love that um like subscribe share our shit and yeah as always here it is your alternative fact of the week Mr. Zuckerberg, I remember well your first visit to Capitol Hill back in 2010. You spoke to the Senate Republican High Tech Task Force, which I chair. You said back then that Facebook would always be free. Is that still your objective? Senator, yes. There will always be a version of Facebook that is free. It is our mission to try to help connect everyone around the world and to bring the world closer together. In order to do that, we believe that we need to offer a service that everyone can afford and we're committed to doing that. Well, if so, how do you sustain a business model in which users don't pay for your service? Senator, we run ads. I see.